Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Hello there, I'm Monica Reinagle, and you are listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. Welcome. There has been a lot of buzz in the food and nutrition industry lately over a newly released food scoring system. It was developed by researchers at Tufts University, and it's called the Food Compass. We've seen nutrition scoring systems like this come and go in the past. Maybe you remember seeing cards with star ratings or stoplight colors attached to the shelves in your grocery store. And the goal of these systems is to give consumers a quick and easy way to assess the healthfulness of foods. Of course, simplicity always comes at a price, right? Food is complex stuff, and the ways in which it affects our bodies are even more complex. Trying to reduce all of those impacts to a simple score is always going to end up being, well, reductionist. In any event, I'm not that sure that these scoring systems have ever made a lasting impact on people's buying behaviors. According to the developers, though, the Food Compass score improves on these past systems in several important ways. It incorporates a broader range of food principles. It applies consistent criteria across multiple food categories. And unlike some of the other systems, the methodology used to produce the ratings is completely transparent. The algorithm assesses foods in nine different areas, including the nutrient content, nutrient ratios, such as the ratio of fiber to carbohydrate or potassium to sodium, the degree of processing, the quality of the ingredients, whether there are additives, and it produces a score between one, which is least healthy, and 100, which is most healthy. Foods that are ranked 70 and higher are encouraged. Foods with a score between 30 and 70 are okay if eaten in moderation, and foods scoring lower than 30 on the Food Compass score are supposed to be minimized. And then they rated some 8,000 different foods, including everything from fresh eggs to ready-to-eat breakfast cereals to snacks to fully prepared frozen meals. Now, critics have been very quick to point out ratings that would seem to throw the validity of this system into question. For example, a non-fat cappuccino rates a 73, encouraged, while a grilled skinless chicken breast rates only a 61. Don't eat that one too often. Watermelon scores a perfect 100, while cheddar cheese is a to-be-minimized 28. Cheerios are a 95, but cornflakes rate only 19. 
despite the fact that the degree of processing is heavily weighted in the system, sweet potato chips and cooked whole grain bulgur both have the same rating, 69. They just missed being encouraged. Looking a little deeper into the algorithm, I found a few things to quibble about. For example, points are deducted if a food contains cholesterol, and this is despite the fact that dietary cholesterol has been largely cleared of suspicion in terms of its effects on heart health and is no longer considered a nutrient of concern. So what's it doing here? There's also no distinction between nutrients that occur naturally in foods and those that are added through fortification. And this often ends up skewing ratings in favor of processed foods because they're the ones that are most likely to be fortified. And that's why, for example, Cheerios ranks a near-perfect 95, whereas plain rolled oats only scores a 78. But I think the biggest problem in this algorithm is in the category they call food-based ingredients. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. So in the Food Compass score, a food gets a higher score if it contains fruits, non-starchy vegetables, legumes, whole grains, nuts, yogurt, plant oils, or seafood. And it's penalized if it contains refined grains or red or processed meat. Now that list in and of itself is not a major problem, with the possible exception of plant or vegetable oils. These are presumably favored because they contain polyunsaturated fats. Although the healthfulness of polyunsaturated fats has been debated, replacing saturated fats with polyunsaturated fats has been linked to better health outcomes. But a higher ratio of polyunsaturated to saturated fats is rewarded separately in that nutrient ratio category. And furthermore, rewarding vegetable oils twice will tend to raise the scores of foods like Baked goods, chips, crackers, and bottled salad dressings, these are among the primary sources of polyunsaturated fats in the American diet. But 
my bigger beef, if you will, with this category is that it's almost entirely redundant. Fruits and non-starchy vegetables are healthful because they are high in vitamins, minerals, fiber, and phytonutrients. They have a high potassium to sodium ratio, but all of these factors, along with the degree of processing, are accounted for elsewhere in the algorithm. The way I see it, if you want to take a food-based approach, then give points to fruits and vegetables. If you want to take a nutrient-based approach, then give points for the nutrients that fruits and vegetables provide, but doing both seems duplicative. Seafood is another positive food-based ingredient. However, the nutrients that make seafood healthful, protein, omega-3 fatty acids, zinc, selenium, are already accounted for in other categories. Similarly, in the category of additives, foods lose points for containing added sugars, And then they lose points again if they contain high fructose corn syrup, as if to suggest that high fructose corn syrup is twice as harmful as other added sugars. Look, despite a lot of sound and fury and rat studies, I remain unconvinced by arguments that high fructose corn syrup is the villain that it's made out to be. If all the high fructose corn syrup in our entire food system were magically replaced today by honey, and then we continue to consume it in the same amounts, I think we'd have exactly the same issues. It's also a little hard to figure why certain foods, but not others, were included in this very short list of food-based ingredients. Yogurt, but not milk, is considered a plus in the food-based ingredient category. But in a separate category, foods are also given points for being fermented. That seems not only redundant, but sort of arbitrary. And I should point out that although funders had no role in the study design, the data collection, the analysis, or the interpretation, or the drafting of this manuscript, global yogurt giant Danon is listed as one of two financial sponsors. Hey, I was not in the room when these decisions were being debated, and I know these researchers, they're well-intentioned, they're highly regarded. But the choices about which foods to reward and penalize do seem to reflect current beliefs and, dare I say, biases about what are good and bad foods. And these largely subjective and redundant judgments are given quite a bit of weight in this formula. The high profile of some of these researchers presents another dilemma. Many of them are well-known and vocal advocates for a plant-based Mediterranean-style diet. And, you know, in the spirit of full disclosure, that's also my personal preference. But to my eye, the algorithm that they've designed here appears to conform to, or maybe even be contorted by, that bias. There are a couple of thumbs on the scale here, and the results end up being more ideological than I think a nutrient profiling system should be. But once this initial hubbub dies down, how much will anyone really care about the food compass. If it catches on with consumers, and that's a big if, manufacturers are inevitably going to figure out how to tweak their products to improve their scores without meaningfully improving the nutrition. I was comparing notes on the food compass with my colleague, registered dietitian Lynn Stewart, and we agreed that nutrient profiling systems seem to be of limited value in helping educate and inspire customers to make healthy choices. 
They might be a slight improvement over current front-of-package labeling, but their potential usefulness is really limited to comparing different items in the same tightly defined category. So which canned soup or which loaf of bread or which box of cereal should I buy rather than as a way to determine whether you're better off having eggs or oatmeal for breakfast. For one thing, foods don't all play the same role in a healthful diet. And a food-by-food scoring system like this also can't account for foods that are eaten in combination. Three foods with low individual ratings could make a very healthful meal when combined. And finally, whenever you're trying to crunch a lot of disparate dimensions, nutrient content, degree of processing, additives, and so on, into a single unified equation, a lot is bound to get lost in translation. You'll find a complete transcript of today's show along with research and episodes related to today's topic on our website at quickanddirtytips.com. And you can also search the entire archives, that's almost 651 episodes now, for answers to other nutrition questions you may have. And if you can't find your answer, you can email me your question at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or leave me a message on the Nutrition Diva listener line. That's 443-961-6206. I also want to invite you to check out my other podcast with Brock Armstrong. It's called The Change Academy, and we talk about the art and science of behavior change. It's always a good conversation. This is Monica Reinagel, The Nutrition Diva, and The Nutrition Diva Show is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sems with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Jake Johnson. That's it for me this week. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.